On Tuesday, March 5th, many Vermonters will gather in town offices, grange halls, churches, and schools for the state's annual beloved tradition, Town Meeting Day. This year, they'll also cast ballots in Vermont's presidential primary. But voters' participation depends on how accessible towns and cities make their elections. And while state and federal law require polling places to be accessible to voters with disabilities, that's not always the reality, especially in what are often historic buildings. Vermont Public's Elodie Reed visited one town that's hoping to make it easier for all voters to get to the polls. On the outside, Middlesex Town Hall looks like the postcard version of Vermont. The siding is whitewashed and lined with dark green shutters. At its front is a tower, an echo of the church that burned down here before the town hall was built in the early 1900s. It's two stories tall. Voting during statewide and presidential elections happens on the top floor. And the problem at the moment is getting up there. Yes. Okay, so it's <laughs> dreadful. Sarah Merriman is the Middlesex town clerk. She's often responsible for helping people in and out of the town hall's lift. At over two decades old, she says it's in its final days. It has heavy doors and is hard to operate and sometimes even gets stuck. In the, I was in the lift trying to help a grandmother with a baby stroller and I got stuck in, in an August primary on a day when it was sweltering and you know, that's not good. Dangerous. Merriman says the building cannot remain this way. We have an inaccessible town hall as far as anyone is concerned. Middlesex is not alone. An ongoing analysis of Vermont's 266 polling places shows that many have accessibility issues, particularly parking and thresholds into buildings. Those polling place surveys are being done by Disability Rights Vermont. The nonprofit agency receives money from Congress to ensure people with disabilities have equal access to the voting process. When places are not accessible and don't put in all of that effort and the legwork ahead of time to just be accessible to everybody, I think it creates, it sets everybody up um, for a less than successful interaction or experience, um, I think, on both sides. Lindsay Owen is the executive director of Disability Rights Vermont. She says when the pressure falls on individuals with disabilities to ask for accommodations at polling places, because of the stigma attached to disability, this can become a barrier to voting. Everyone can be well-intentioned, but people will also feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable that either their space isn't um, accessible or the person feels like, oh, I need extra attention or I need extra support. And so I think on both sides, people are feeling a little bit of shame. It's worth pointing out here that accessibility is not just physical. We need more than ramps into buildings to include all voters. This is Max Barrows, the outreach director for Green Mountain Self-Advocates. The nonprofit advocates for disability rights and is made up of members with intellectual disabilities. Towns could also get better at using plain language when they write the ballots. The ballot measures are not easy to understand. The way they are written sometimes, it is tricky to know which way you are voting. And legally, the onus is on the government to make voting accessible to everyone. Lindsay Owen again. So to the extent that towns can 
really initiate that and say, we want you here. Like we want you to feel like you belong and we really want to hear your voice. I think that will go a long way to people coming forward and asking for those accommodations and and participating. There's a lot of potential participation at stake. In Vermont, one in four people have a disability, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. You know, people need to understand that, you know, when we vote, we're also contributing to the world. Max Barrows once more. Just as a, you know, all around message is just like when it comes to voting, you know, we want we want what you got. Fortunately, Lindsay Owen says a good number of election officials are interested in increasing the participation of voters with disabilities. You know, we are a law firm, and so sometimes people are a little bit weary of of engaging with us and having us do a survey of their polling place. Um, But through those trainings and education around the ADA, there were many town clerks in the state that were like, please come, come see my office, like tell us what we need to improve upon. Like in Middlesex. Town Clerk Sarah Merriman welcomed the survey that Disability Rights Vermont completed in 2022. It pointed out the issues with the elevator lift, among others. It added some oomph to what I'd been saying to the select board, which is like, you know, our lift is is about to die and this place is inaccessible. And Merriman says while money is always the obstacle to making accessibility improvements, having a disability rights law firm tell you your space is not compliant with accessibility law is helpful. When that report came out and that survey came out, we distributed it to the board. I think they thought, well, probably they thought, oh, we're going to get sued. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's a it, it was a motivator. On town meeting day, Middlesex voters will decide whether to fund a $65,000 design phase for town hall renovations. Those would include better accessibility and replacing the dreadful lift. That town meeting will take place at 4.30 p.m. Tuesday at Rumney Memorial Middle School a more accessible alternative to the town hall. And at town meetings across the state, Max Barrows with Green Mountain Self-Advocates reminds voters with disabilities that they don't have to sign up to vote ahead of time, they can bring someone to help read or fill out a ballot, and they don't need to fill out every question on that ballot. For Vermont Public, I'm Elodie Reed.